I'll say, take money. This is that. Now, are you there? Are you, are you there? Mark chapter 2, verse 1. Let's read it together. Uh huh. And again. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Okay. Now, it says that Jesus entered into Capernaum. Now, Capernaum is where Peter lived. So I'm sure that. Um, he went to Peter's home to, to stay there for some days to hide himself. But the Bible says that he could not hide himself. As he got there, noise, his, his fame had, had spread abroad so much that when he got home, the people said they won't let Jesus rest. This is that. He said, and it was noise about where? It was noise about where? Yeah, it was noise about that he was in the house. It was noise that he was in the house. And what happened? He said, straight away, many were gathered together. How many people? Many. In so much that there was no room to receive them. The house was full. The parking lot was full. Where animals sleep was full. The yard was full. Outside gate was full. He said, there was no place, no room to receive them. No. Not so much as about the door. He preached the word unto them. In other words, they were so full. The place was so full that they were not pressing on. People had to sit down on the floor. Like this place would be so full that people have to sit on the road. Are you with me here? That he now began to preach the word unto them. Verse 3. And they came unto him, bringing one sick of palsy, which was born of four. And when they could not come nigh unto him for the press, the press were the crowd. Are you with me? For the crowd, what happened? They uncovered the roof where he was, and when they had broken it up, they let down the bed wherein the sick of the palsy lay. When Jesus saw their faith, he said unto the sick of the palsy, Son, thy sins be forgiven thee. But there were certain of the scribes sitting there. When Jesus had his great gathering, there were scribes there. The scribes were teachers of the law. They were theologians. Who were writing they used to write if you wanted a copy of a bible it was the scribes who do that work that was their work they interpret the law and they also write it as well they they they, they were not only just teachers of the law they were multipliers of the law they were evangelists of the day are you with me and it says that when jesus had his great gathering these theologians were there they were in the meeting okay are you following me i'm i'm, about, I'm saying something to say something are you with me so the scribe said, ah, what did they say? Hey, they were reasoning in their hearts. Why does this man that speaks blasphemous, blasphemous words, who can forgive sins but God? Now this scripture also defends the fact that Jesus is God, okay? Because I am not teaching that today. And immediately, 
because, because it is only God who can forgive sin. Jesus already looked at the guy and said, your sins are forgiven. And they knew that anyone, according to Jewish custom, anyone who will be able to tell somebody your sins are forgiven is God. Only God can forgive sins. We can only forgive people who have offended against us. Are you with me? And the guy had done nothing against Jesus. For Jesus to look at a stranger and say, your sins are forgiven you. It's only God who can do that. And immediately, the teachers of the Lord, the theologians said, no, we know from scholar, scholarly work, we know from scripture, we know from the Bible that the one who can forgive sins is who? Is God. So who is this guy that's trying to forgive sins? Then Jesus said, why reason ye these things in your hearts? Whether it is easier to say to the sick of the palsy, thy sins be forgiven thee, or to say, arise and take up thy bed and walk. But that ye may know that the Son of Man, do you see there? Yeah. And I think some time ago, I, I, I don't know if it was here, I was teaching Son of Man, the difference between Son of Man and Son of God. He said the Son of Man had power on earth to forgive sins. Then he said unto the palsy, I say unto thee, arise, take up thy bed, and go thy way into the house. Amen. It says, and immediately he arose, took up the bed, and went forth before them. All. And so much that they were all amazed and glorified God, saying, we never saw in we never saw it on this fashion. I've never seen this kind of thing done before. And he went forth again by the sea, and all the multitude resorted unto him, and he taught them. Amen. Hallelujah. How many of you have read this Bible, this, this scripture before? How many of you have heard it before? All right. Now, today I want to teach on a topic I've entitled Radical Friendship. Radical Friendship. What a topic. Radical Friendship. Radical Friendship. Radical Friendship. Now, when you look at this particular text of scripture, you will notice that the Bible is giving an account of a number of things because this is an eyewitness account. And it says that one, he goes to Capernaum, two, there's a massive crowd that you can't even penetrate. Then three, Jesus sees crowd and he begins to teach. Then four, he says that suddenly there comes the twist of the story. Okay? The author has to zoom in into this particular story. And I know that when you, you, you look at this text of scripture, most of the times we will teach it on the fact that um, we are, most of the time people will teach it based on the healing and the, 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 how this guy was healed 
of his diseases or his, his palsy or his epilepsy. But today I want us to rather forget about the, the, the guy. Maybe another day we'll talk about the guy. And, and zoom in into something most of the times we have not paid true attention to, which is his four friends. Are you with me? Now in my notes, I said that talk is cheap until a man is faced with practical situations. It is easy to talk than it is to do. It is easy for people to tell you that they love you and will be with you than for them to give their word in fulfilling it. We live in a society of emotional situations. I am a pastor and I'm standing here today as a prophet and I'm telling you that I have had people who wrote letters to me that they want me to be their father with all kinds of promises. I will never leave you nor forsake thee. I will follow you to the ends of the earth. And as I'm speaking today, they are nowhere to be found. For about three years now, they've never been in any of my meetings, never listened to any of my sermons. Because talk, talk is cheap. You will find out in this life that it is easy for people to come into your life and make all kinds of promises that, you know, if I travel, if God opens doors for me and I travel abroad, pastor, you have no problem, I'll buy you drums. A set of drums. Until they get there. Talk is cheap. It's easy for you to be the president of Ghana. It is easy. Before the president was a president, he said a lot of things. Lied and said a lot of things to us. Today, as we sat on the chair, he found out that challenge. It is easy to talk than to do. You will have a lot of people around on radio making noise. You know, the president could have done this. If I were the one, I wouldn't do this foolish thing. Like the black stars situation. Talk is cheap. Go and stand on the pitch. Play like they are playing. Score them. And let's see. You think they just want to lose? Do you think this, these guys are playing with their career? Do you think Milovan, what is the rival or what? Do you think he wants to lose his seat? He wants to lose his job. Who wants to lose his job? It is easy to talk than to be a coach. It is easy to talk than to be a footballer. It is easy to talk than to be a preacher. It is easy to talk than to be a husband. You can talk or you know, I will marry somebody's daughter and I'll take care of her. It is easy. It is easy to talk that you'll be a good parent until you're a parent. It is easy to say, oh, you know, all these prophets. Become a prophet and see. I'll tell you how many times, even today, I have spent no less than 1,000 cities today. Yeah. And it has not bought any one city for me. I haven't owned anything today. I haven't bought a shoe, bought a socks. Socks. Sometimes it can even take me seven months and I haven't bought anything for myself. Anything. And all the money that I am making. Every now and then this person is calling. I'm in, I'm in serious trouble. I need money. So when you see prophets and they are doing, using dubious ways to make money. It is not easy. It is not easy to be a pastor. 
Because anyone that has a problem is calling you. They make it look like you are. You are the reason they have the problem. When you... When it is easy to criticize. It is easy. You will have a lot of people around. They, they will sit preachers down, insult them. Do you know that when I was even doing my wedding, he didn't come? Do you know that when, when do you know that this church has sacrificed a lot, but the day that I needed them, they were not there? It is easy. It is easy. It's easy. It's easy. As I'm speaking right now, all the money we have in our coffers is about eight ten messages. So you, if you need money for rent, we can't. The whole money of the church cannot pay your rent. It can't pay your rent. Alex, didn't you ask me? You thought we would go to the, the plot. Can you go to the plot with eight ten messages? Talk is cheap. Talk is cheap. When we said that we were, we were raising money to go and even buy the land and I can tell only about 20 AFMs, only t- about 20 to 30, about 20 people even gave, 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 gave that Hendrik Ghana city that we said we're taking, about 20 AFMs gave. But go and check their status, my picture is there. Check their DP, my picture is there. I'm saying that talk is cheap until a time comes that you are faced with a dilemma you are faced with a situation it is easy to say that i will marry you for better for worse until you marry and after seven years you find out there is no child you will begin to consider other alternatives i wish that i had not married this wicked witch the same person that when you were in a relationship with you were dying to meet when you see her it's like they poured ice water on you suddenly she has become a witch because talk is cheap talk is cheap Talk is cheap. I'm not preaching a message. I'm not preaching a message. Talk is cheap. We live in a generation of talkers. 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 People who talk about prayer, they don't pray. People who preach on love, they don't live love. Today, I spoke on the phone with a lady for about over one hour. We're having a series of uh, calls. Because of an issue that happened some time ago. And when the issue happened, she blocked me. She blocked me, blocked my wife. Okay? But I wasn't having a problem with it. The first time she, after all that issue, it wasn't about me. It was about somebody that the person was in a relationship with. And and she felt like we are all part of it. Even though me, I'm not, I don't even know what's going on. So she doesn't just want to do, have anything to do with all of us. She blocked, you blocked me. You blocked me. She blocked me. The first day I saw her message, I replied immediately. She sent me hello and I replied. Talk is cheap. It's easy for you to say I'm a man of love until people begin to offend you. I have had people who looked me in the face and said, you are a fool. You are a stupid man. And as I'm speaking today, as I'm speaking today, anytime I go to their, 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 uh, anytime I go to their city, I go to their house and eat food. I go to their house and eat food. It is easy. Talk is cheap. You can tell people, I love you. Until one day, look, I came to preach a message to this church. Listen to me, church. And Dalia Kapa, there are people that will make uncommon promises to you, but only a few people will keep them. That's why in this life, you must learn to look for certain kinds of people that have the propensity and the ability and the audacity to keep their promises. And the Bible says that this man that we are talking about had friends 
that understood that it is one thing for me to say that I will be your friend and be with you. And it is another thing for me to be there when I don't need you. I have started, I've been in ministry for a, a, a while and I've seen that a lot of people come to me with all kinds of love. They are buying me gifts. They are sowing seeds into my life simply because they need me until the day comes where they don't have a need of me. The same person they were making promises to because at that time they were still students. They had nothing on them. They could not afford a three square meal. They could not afford a flat screen TV. Today, they have gotten something, they can afford something, and now I'm a nobody to them. They have grounds to even criticize and find faults with the things I do. Do you know why? Because talk is cheap. When you see people fall, be careful you don't criticize. Be careful you don't join his enemies to fight him. Because it is easy, it is easy to talk. It is easy to talk. It is easy to be president of Ghana. It's easy. It's easy to be a president of Ghana. Some of you are parents who can sit down and blast every leader, blast every pastor, blast every man of God. It is easy. Now sit down for me. It is easy to criticize a man until you have experienced what he's going through. It is easy. You can say, oh, AFM, when we call him, he doesn't pick. When we send him messages, he doesn't reply. I receive over 100 WhatsApp messages. I'm not saying group where they are chatting and explaining to you. Individual messages a day. Do you think I can reply all of them? Some of them I open and I see the message, I read it, then I leave back. I can't reply. Sometimes it will be like a whole week, then I'll come back. Some of them cry, meet them, and I tell them that I've seen your message. Philip, last week, didn't I tell you that? Do you know that till today I've not listened to the audio? But he came here and was telling me something. I said, I said, you want to talk? I said, is it the audio? I've seen the audio. I've seen it. But the time to listen to the audio, I've not had it. Talk is cheap. Until you find yourself in a position where 20 people are calling you every day. One is saying, my mother is sick. Another is saying, I've been admitted at the hospital. Another is saying, I need um, immigration. They said, the deadline is tomorrow I have to pay a certain amount and is left with 500 cities and you too, your money is left with 600 Ghana. <laughs> and the way they say it, since you too, you are Jesus Christ's brother, you will be like, oh, Mizika is in America, then you give it out. It's easy. It's easy to be a pastor until you become one. When you see the great fall, be careful you don't join his enemies to put him down, to keep him down, to keep him down. When you hear that a man of God has fallen into a scandal, be careful. Be careful. Man of God has slept with someone. Be careful. Be careful. Be careful. When you chat with people that ha ha have a certain spectacle public recognition they will almost tell you people are putting pressure on them ladies here and there and people all kinds of people want to even take advantage of you i mean every now and the people just want to take advantage of me yeah 
Someone is inviting you because he knows that if he invites you, you'll be able to get some people to come to his church and you'll be... I mean, you even have pastors that are coming around you because they know that you have good people and don't take advantage of them. I have pastors that have come around here. And after they came around, I saw that they were chatting with my people behind their back and asking them for money. And asking them and telling them things. Because talking cheap, it's easy to be a leader until you are one. It's easy. Are you with me you have gone home to take tea? Talk is cheap. I constantly counsel people in relationships and all kinds of relationships, not necessarily marital relationships. And these same people that are complaining and they are ending a relationship with someone are the same people two days ago or one year ago they stood on a platform and said, This man is seated here. Like on my birthday, you see how people say nice things, or maybe you go to somebody's and they are saying nice things. Wait until something has happened to me. Their hidden jealousy will come out. Yeah. I pray that the enemy will not circumvent me. And sabotage me. I'm afraid. Because Jesus said to Peter, 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 Satan desired to save you. He wants to do it to me. And if he does it to me, a lot of people say, Ah, now I know why he could do this church. Go and see his church. Nice. Ah, I didn't know he was stealing money. I didn't know he was duping people. Yeah. I suspected it. A young man, you are doing your service and you are married. Where did you get the money from? We have been working for seven years. We have not married. There's somebody who lied to somebody about giving me money for my wedding. Then the person went around and said, Ah, I said it. FM went for a loan for his wedding. Talk is cheap. I'm not saying that if you ask people for money for a wedding, it's not a battle. But me, as I'm saying, no human being alive. There's no human being alive that I ask the person for one city for my wedding. There's no human being alive. There's no human being alive. Are you with me? I've gone home. And there's nobody anywhere that will say that me have used prophecy or something to take their money, take their phone, take their laptop. There's nobody anywhere. Deceive them for their their, 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 their car, their house. But if Satan circumvents me and there's a scandal, people rise up and say, we knew it because how can a young man like him begin to do certain kinds of things? Look at his ministry. Look at his life. No, I knew that there was something hidden. Wait until one day somebody comes up and say, ah, I went with, I went to SHS with Micah and I remember some time I took him so bush, I gave him some medicine and some things, some juju. That's why he can prophesy. Ah, we said it. I got a young man. Look, I, I, I said this guy. Guys, on we, I said, I said it, Cynthia. I said it because when I was in college, eh, some people were suspecting me to be an occultist because I was some way. You don't see me doing so many things. Somebody who can pray and dogs will disappear. Eh? So many things, oh, so many miracles, all kinds of strange things. Then I see that somebody is going to die, and I say, ah. 
Should I let the person die or I shouldn't let the person die? If you like, who is this guy? It's the same thing they were doing to Jesus. Who is this guy who can say such a thing? Who do you think you are? Who do I think I am? I am a prophet. <laughs> I am what? I am a prophet. It's a good thing to clap. I'm a prophet. Talk. Talk is what? It is easy to criticize. It is easy. And I said that our societies have been programmed to attack and destroy each other. We see us in church, we are smiling at each other. We are just waiting to hear that somebody has gone to sleep with another church member. And they say, ah, I said it. You are even struggling sometimes. You come with a certain kind of costume or something. Because our societies have been programmed to hate one We just hate one another, but we are not saying it. We are smiling. Oh, Prophet Mike, in fact, you are a great blessing to us, all of us. Behind it is a heart. That is saying we want you to fall. We want you to lose hold. We want you to be destroyed. We want your ministry to go down. Behind it all, behind it all, is a heart that is praying for my downfall. It's praying for your downfall. Because some of your mates, they wish they were, they were like you. And they don't have it. And I can tell you that a lot of them, a lot of your old friends, and a lot of your friends want you to die. They want you to, be, to fail. They want you to lose what you have. I'm telling you this. They may be the same people that you bought a car, you bought a motorbike, you put them at their back. You bought a room, you kept them to sleep, you asked them to sleep in the place. The same people, they wish, Rabbi, you're welcome. They wish that one day they will hear that something bad has happened to you so that they will say that, Yanka. I'm saying that talk is cheap. It is easy for me to tell you that I love you until a day comes that I have to prove my love. And listen, every word that you speak, one day you will have to defend it. Yeah, you have to defend it. All the promises you are giving, Lord, I give you my heart. One day you will say, give me the, your bank accounts. Give me the money in your bank accounts. And we will see if it's true that you said you give him your heart. One day you say, that sister you are going out with, end the relationship. We will see if you can do it because you were the one who was making promises. Lord, I give you my heart. I give you my soul. I live for you. He said, prove it now. Prove that you live for me. That's my introduction. I'm saying that talk is cheap. Talk is cheap. Oh, Papa, we believe in you. Until one day. Oh, when you prophesy, it comes to pass. Until one day I prophesy. And nothing happens. And nothing happens. Then we will see. I said, Kai, I said it. I've noticed that this, this, this young prophet. I'm sure now he doesn't, he, he, he doesn't fast again. He doesn't pray again. He doesn't pray. I know it. Because I know how sharp his prophetic is. And I know, I don't, no, 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 this guy, this guy, I, I, I suspect. Then they'll call one other church member, one other Christian and say, I've been observing Prophet Micah these days. And I feel like the way, I mean, I miss me, I miss me, I miss me, some rumor will pass through and somebody will say, ah, when I was in HH, I gave him some juju, I gave him some, ah, and then to come and click, they say behind every rumor, it's a, it's a myota of truth. Some rumors, there's no truth in it. There's no truth in it. 
no truth in it. Like the rumor that is going around that oh, his church. Do you know that he went and took loan to do his church? Oh. Oh. <laughs> Where did I take the loan from? <laughs> me, I don't have any guarantee anywhere to go and take a loan. I'm not a government worker. I don't also have a business or something. All the other business, the business I have are secret businesses. So they are not bad businesses anyway. When I say secret, it means that I've given somebody money to do business for me. Then once in a while they'll send me money. Do you see that? That's what I mean by secret business. Me myself, I don't want to do any business. So I'll give you money. And so you want to do okay, okay cash. Oh, how much do you want? Take. Do it. Just do it. Let's do it. Once in a while, oh, 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 nah. Yes, and it will be. That's what I mean, secret business. I'm explaining so that somebody will not say, ah, I heard that Prophet Michael has been, I'm <laughs> saying, hey, hey. I'm defending myself. I have to explain. Somebody will cut this part of the audio and say, I said, <laughs> he said it does secret business. Do you know the secret business it does? The secret business does that. It does all kinds of um, um, whatever. Hey, Ponzi schemes. Bring 100 cities and take 200 Ghana. Bring... <laughs> oh, I didn't say that one. I didn't say that one. So, we read from Mark chapter 2 about the young man that had, he couldn't walk, and then um, his friends took him to Jesus. And in my introduction, I'm saying that talk is cheap until a man is faced with practical situations. I say it is easy for you to make promises. It's easy for people to tell you they love you until the day comes where they have to defend their love. I have had, not to say that I'm, I'm a good man or something, because Jesus said only God is good. But it's by God's grace anyway. You see, Paul said if I even make my boast, I'll make it in the Lord. You see, let me just digress a bit. It is okay for you to say that you don't lie. Or for you to say that all oh, these guys, they are, Humanizing to me, I don't do it because I'm a Christian. You are, you are boasting in the Lord. When you, you begin to speak about sins and um, iniquities and wickedness that you don't do, you are, not, you are not bragging. It's not self-righteousness. It is a boast in the Lord that somebody like you, you can do such a thing. I don't know if you understand. I mean, I'm the worst of sinners. But I've seen God do something in me that marvels me. I have had people that have betrayed me to the core. And I've still called them to come and sit down with me and eat. You see, when God said, David is a man after my heart, well, the Bible said David is a man after God's own heart. And I think I've explained it before that um, it means that he was a man. It's an ambiguous statement. We can't, we can't really figure what it means. It's a, it's a bit ambiguous. It's either it means that it's a man God loves, or it means that it's a man who is after God's heart. What it means is that it's a man who is chasing after God, a man who is pursuing God. And I think that it rather means that David was a man who was chasing after God, a man after the heart of God. It means that when I say I'm after you, what does it mean? It means I'm, I'm chasing. So it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's an idiom. Uh -huh. and it's, it means that Pursuing something, you are pursuing something. Are you, are you with me here? But the Bible says that Absalom hijacked David's ministry. 
Absalom raped David's wives. Absalom connected with people and did so many kinds of things against David. And when Absalom died, David was crying. And he cried, my son Absalom. Oh, my son. What kind of father does that? Unless a man that God has really touched his heart. That even when you pierce him, he still says, okay, I've forgiven you and I want to live with you. I have I won't give an example because if I give the people who know it will hear it and they'll say that I've used them to preach. But I have people that have really betrayed me in a way and I still love them. I have people that have done all my man of weird things and when they repented I still held them unto myself. Of people that have done all kinds of crazy things and I still went after them, like a, a, a shepherd who has lost one sheep. And I can tell you on this grounds that I am a brother's keeper. I am a brother's keeper. Because the Bible asks, God asks Cain a question. When his brother died, he asked him, Where is your brother Abel? And, Abel, and Cain said to God, Am I my brother's keeper? God was saying, You are your brother's keeper. But why is your brother dead? You are telling me am I my brother's keeper? And a lot of preachers are like that. A lot of Christians are like that. When one Christian falls down, we are all happy. We don't even care. We don't care. Even in ministry. When you see a, a, a young minister is trying to do something, people see him as he is doing his own thing. His own friends in ministry will say that Micah is here, sorry, dying. Like it is his, his team. And I see it all over the place. I had a very close brother, very close brother in ministry. I started this church. Before I started, I called him several times to come and prove at this place. He never came. I studied just six months. He lives in this town. Six months. He never stepped foot here. Six months. Six months. Yeah. Talk is cheap. Six months. Where is your brother Abel? Why can't we support and help people? Well, somebody will say, oh, because of offenses. Listen, what if you are a man of love? Eh? The Bible says love covers all sins. If you're a man of love, you will be offended severally. You will be betrayed severally. But you still carry on. Think about the story of the, the 99 sheep and the one sheep. How did the one sheep get lost? When you know, 99, I, I mean, how did you get lost? But the man leaves the 99 and goes for the one. One and the 99, which one is more important? Yeah. 
One time I had a daughter that did something bad against me. And then I was chatting with her. She came back, we were talking. I said, you know what? You have been so good to me. This is somebody that has been very good to me. I couldn't use that thing she has done against me as a yardstick to destroy the relationship. I told her, you have been so good to me. And this thing that you have done for me, you have done against me, is too small. It's negligible. It disappears when I compare to your goodness. And then the relationship we have built over the years, this thing cannot. I had grounds. And that's how we end relationships. On, 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 on useless things. Useless things. Help me, Lord. Begin to pray in tongues. Cain, where is your brother, Abel? Ha! Hey, Andilikaya, where is your brother, Abel? If we could help one another, if we could carry one another, if we could stand by one another, He said, Peter, Peter, Satan desired to destroy you, to destroy your ministry, to sift you like wheat, that your faith may fail. But I have prayed for you. And when you become strong, strengthen your brothers. Strengthen your brothers. When you become strong, strengthen your brothers. We have people in ministry, when they become popular, they forget about all other friends. They get small money, all their friends disappear. Can't help anybody. You can't help anybody. They get small puppies to stand on. They get some opportunities. They don't want you to go there. They don't want you to go there. I remember when, when, when I had the opportunity of meeting Dr. Ambiakov, I called another brother. I said, let's go. I said, why are you? We are going to meet Dr. Ambiakov. Let's go. And we went. When we went, when we ended, we left there. He told me something. He looked at me. He said, no one has ever done this for me. Yeah. Because some people, if they get that kind of opportunity, they will hide and do it alone. Then they will bring a picture on social media and say, ah, my level has changed. My level has changed. I went, we were all there. I was seated there, he was seated there, and the one who took us there was seated there. And the one who took us there is also a brother in ministry who spoke to him about me. And the man said, wow. Bring him and let me see him. Bring him and let me see him. He said, I've talk, spoken with Papa about you. Papa said I should bring you. Do you have a brother? Do you have a brother? They say, I would see you, Robin. Do you have somebody that now as to see the person who take care of your children? Children, a wife and kids. Talk is cheap. It's cheap. Talk is cheap. It is cheap for us to talk. You know, problem? Until, until God begins to ask, Cain, where is your brother Abel? Are you not the eldest son? Are you not supposed to protect your brother? Why are you the one who killed your brother? 
But we see a story in the Bible that a man had had stroke. And his friends carried him on the stretcher. They went and they said, no, there's no room for you to meet Jesus. He said, really? They put something on the wall, a ladder on the wall, climbed up and carried their friend. Imagine carrying somebody on a stretcher on a building like this building. They tore the building, the roof, they tore, they removed the ceiling. Now in Jewish, their, their buildings were flat. Their buildings were flat. And they used to cover it with um, clay. The roofing was like there was a wood layer, first layer. Then the second layer was clay and, and um, mixed with, with um, um, grass. They mixed clay and grass. And that's what they used for their ceiling. And it was a, a tedious way to do. They broke it, pulled it up. They lit, they removed a portion of it. Then the Bible says, they dropped their friend unto Jesus. We all need radical friendships. Radical friendships. And I want to show you about four things or something. I don't know how many things I listed. Four things that I personally noticed about these guys. Now, the book of Proverbs chapter 17 verse 17 says that a friend loves at all times. Proverbs 17, 17. A friend loves at all times. These were friends that said that our friend is broken, cannot walk, is in the room. But we are still his friend. We cannot afford to see our friend who was having a company and now he has lost his company. He's at home. He's jobless to be jobless when we all have companies. Therefore, let's have contributions. Establish a company and give it to our friend. You pray. This man that you gave to me. Hey. <laughs> are you with me or you're not with me? Yeah. Don't worry. They're doing their work. Huh? These were friends that were saying that you are having stroke. We are not ashamed to have you as a friend. There are certain people where if something happens to you today, they will be ashamed to be associated with you. They will be ashamed as I'm walking around. I don't know if God, anything happens to me, I go mad now. How many people, all the people that are always making noise, AFM, Prophet Mike, how many people will be willing to cover my nakedness? And he said that we'll pay any doctor in the world. We'll take you to any prophet in the world. We will fly you. We will do contributions and fly you all over the world to make sure that you are healed. They will forget me like a joke. The rest will return to their businesses and they'll tell tales about me. That, oh, if he was a good guy. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. 
I remember a story in 2014. A young man died in, in UCC. He had friends who were pastors. When he died, I think he was called something, I've forgotten his name. They sat on him, they prayed all night. The next day, they said he's dead. He said, No, we don't agree. We will call. They, they call somebody who knows Archbishop. He said, Archbishop must pray for him. Ha! He didn't get Archbishop. Then they sent somebody to Dr. Piagofi's house. He didn't get him. Then they called their Bernard. Ha! I am away. Something I am away. He said, No! We will not let this guy die. But they couldn't get anyone who could pray for him to come back. All the people they tried to be, they couldn't. But when I saw it, I said, Yes! These are friends. These are radical friends. They couldn't raise him. But they tried. They tried. I will never forget it. Hey. They called every prophet they knew. Hey. I was shocked. When they, when, hey. they were praying. They said, no, we will call anyone we know that we know. They were called. They were calling Nigeria. Hey. These are friends. And the Bible says that these guys were not ashamed of their friend's situation and they were willing to carry him and do radical things to make sure their friend recovers. And the first thing I noticed about them was that in my notes, I said that, I said that, I said four things I know about these, these, these four men. Four things I know about these four men. The first one is they were willing to fight for their friends with nothing stopping them. They were willing. They had the tenacity, the drive, the passion, the zeal, the enthusiasm to fight for their friend without thinking about consequences. They broke somebody's roof. Oh, they should, do you know the humiliation that would have come? What if when they were climbing, one had fallen down? They didn't care. They were willing to fight. We need brothers in ministry that are willing to fight for us. We need people that are willing to fight. They don't care the consequences. Peter pulled out a knife and cast somebody's ear. A soldier. You dare cast a Roman soldier. Do you know your punishment? is death. Oh yes. In those days, in the first century, if you, if you, you even slap a Roman soldier, you were, you were put to death. Yeah. And even, if a Roman soldier even gives you an instruction and you refuse, you were put to death. When Peter pulled out the knife, he was saying, I am not just willing to. He knew it. He knew the rules. He had lived in Palestine. He knew that we don't play with Roman soldiers. He knew, but he didn't care. He said, I'll fight for my friend. He pulled out a knife. Out of his sight. He said, I'll fight for my friend. He cut the guy's ear. He was willing to cut the next person. And Jesus said, hey, hey, put it down. He said, Jesus, are you sure? He said, yeah. Are you, are you very sure? Let me cut this one. This guy, Nasona, is so Let me cut this one. Oh, I swear. We need radical friends that are willing to fight for us. We need to also be radical friends that are willing to fight for our friends. We are willing to go all out for our friends. We are willing to stand when others run away for our friends. And these are the kinds of guys 
I want to have friends like this. And I want to be a friend like this. I want to be a friend like this. Radical friendships. Hmm. Mercy Lord. The second thing I noticed about them is that they had radical faith. They had strong faith. They had crazy faith. They had radical faith. The first one is they were willing to fight for their friend. The second one, they had radical faith. We need friends who have radical faith in God. Listen, these were friends that said, we are taking you to the Savior. Do you have friends that can say that I'm having, we are having a conference in our church. I want to invite you. When your friends invite you to church, those are good friends. Because some people are friends that will invite them to the Biaba Palo. They are friends that will invite them to go into wee, wee smoking. Friends that will invite them to go and watch football. Friends that will invite them to go and stick lottery. Friends that will invite them to do any other thing than to go and serve God. But these friends, they, they didn't just invite, they carried. They took a car, drove to Kumasi, carried and said, um, we, we are having TGG. I am bringing you to, you don't have law affair, I will pay. Some of you are friends. They don't go to church. Do you bring them to church? But I said they are your friends. These friends were different. They were willing to carry their friend to the Savior. And they were willing to pay any price. They were willing to incur any debt. Because after they finish, the person will say, my roof, you must pay. And they had faith that if they meet Jesus, they know that their friend will be healed. Do you know what Jesus said? He said, what kind of faith is this? So when he saw their faith, when he saw this, hey, he didn't feel their faith. Oh, he saw their faith. Faith is an action word. Oh. It's an action word. I know that it's a noun. Yeah. Faith is a noun. Believe is a verb. And belief is a noun. But faith, even though it's a noun, it is a noun describing an action. So Hebrews chapter 11 verse says, Now then, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. It says, for by it the elders obtain a good report. James says, show me your faith. I'll show you my results. In other words, Faith is a rugged act that produces uncommon results. It's a rugged, it's a strong action that produces uncommon results. These guys, they said, no, you cannot meet Jesus. The place is flooded. He said, no. No, we will meet Jesus. We will do whatever it takes to meet Jesus. The doctor said, as for this disease, anyone that gets it does not, does not hurt. Does not recover. I said, no, not me. I will bless Coca-Cola. Or I will take you to my prophet. Let the prophet pray by it. And sometimes we, the prophets, when we're having prayer, I say, Kai, this situation there. <laughs> we know people that have died, though. 
But he said, no. I know. I have had people like that. I've met people like that. That when I was praying for them, me myself, now I felt like, this thing, okay, let me just pray anyway. And when I prayed, it went. Oh, yes. I told of, I've prayed for about two or three people that the doctors operated on their womb and cut it out. Like they had these all kinds of ovarian, whatever. They have to cut it, operate and remove your womb. And I, they said, I believe that I, I will have a child. Me, I said, okay. Me, me call school, so me, so me, biology, no, be but by their faith, as I'm speaking today, one has two children. Two children. Hey, it's my daughter who has two children. Rugged faith. Jesus said, if you have faith as a master, you will say to this mountain, move from here. Listen, we need friends. We also need to be friends that have faith. At a time that our, our friends are giving up, at a time that our pastor is about to give up, you walk up to us, I believe in your ministry, I believe in what you are doing, you carry an anointing, come on, push on, destiny cannot stop here, you cannot stop here, they said this thing will not work, but I came to encourage you. They were men of rugged faith, and they were men who were encouragers. We need encouragers. It's part of my point too. We need encouragers. They didn't give up on their friend. We need encouragers. When I went to the Orlando, didn't I encourage you? Yeah. I encourage you. We need encouragers. People that will tell you, I know that this family, nobody does this. But I know you can do it. I know you can do it. And I'll be happy. And that's why I keep telling you that we all be great. And the interesting thing is that we will know one another. I'm trying to tell you that I am your friend. And I want to see you become better. We need men of faith. Let me ask you a question. How many of your friends do you have that when you go to a serious issue, you can call them for them to put their faith online? You don't understand what I'm saying? You are in school. They said they are sucking out of school. You have to just call one person. They say, no, it won't happen. Do you have friends like that? Do you have relatives like that? I have a friend, anytime he loses something, he calls me. Wallet, he'll call me. He can go to a crime, go and lose a wallet, he's back to Kumasi, he'll call me and say, my wallet is lost. I say, you'll find it by Sunday. Haleakasaya. Mysteriously, he finds it. In a mysterious way, he finds the wallet. Even today, I was on call with him. Anytime he has anything, he needs a man of faith. He's my friend, but he calls me Papa. Do you have a friend like that? That when you are sick and you're on the sick bed, you can call and say, pray for me. One time, when we prepared for family meeting, I had a serious meeting, I had sore throat. <laughs> no, no, not family meeting, I was going to preach for Pastor Prempe. I had a serious sore throat. And... I called him. I said, Pastor Rembe, I have sore truth. I want you to pray for me. I want to call. When can I call you? Then I called him. I called him. He prayed for me. It was at, it was at night. It was that night the Lord spoke to me that I should put the, the salt in water. It was that night. Within 24 hours, my sore truth had disappeared. Do you have a friend like that? 
but me, I'm here. Am I not here? You have a friend like that. You have a friend. Ah! Brother, think about it that you have a friend that can pray for you and your soul through to disappear. Ah, ah! Who doesn't want such a friend? When you see people and they're celebrating prophets and pastors, they know what they're doing. Oh. They know what they're doing. That's why when I began, I said, don't join people to criticize men of God. Who doesn't want to have a friend that when something happens, they need somebody to just zoom into Susu Yase and pick and say, no, she's lying. This is the situation. And this, who doesn't want to have such a friend? Who doesn't want a friend who can mention names and telephone numbers and tell you that, no, 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 no. You are going to have a child and the child is a male. He will be born on Tuesday. Who doesn't want to have such a friend? There's a hand this prophet. What are they doing that they have cars? What are they doing that they have money like that? Who doesn't want to have such a friend? And who doesn't want to give to such a friend? A man has such friends. And you know the interesting thing I noticed? Eh? I found out that, eh, as I stated, I found out that the guy was, like, was better than them. In other words, the guy was a guy who would have done even worse. He would have sent a bulldozer or a king and lash all the people out of the church and carry the. I, I'm telling because if their friends could do this, it's a sign of who the guy was. He was the kind of guy that would take a king and walk there and say, hey, you will lash them out of the church. That's the kind of guy. So when they were breaking, they said, this is even small. This guy will do worse than this. Lord, I need such friends. I need such friends. I need such friends. Not hypocrites and cowards. And when I fall, they run away and leave me. Christianity has become a certain kind of game where when soldiers fall, we all run away. We go and stand and we are waiting for somebody to come and lift them. We are wishing that God will lift them up. When we can go and lift them up. Each man for himself. God for everyone. But the Bible says that be your brother's keeper. He said, love your neighbor as yourself. He said, do unto others what you want others to do unto you. But what are we doing? Nothing. We don't care. Don't care. I remember some time ago, they were preparing to, a guy decided that he was going to let the AFNs buy something for me. I think it was a laptop as a gift on my birthday. And some people were murmuring, complaining, how much were they giving? 50 CDs or something. They were murmuring. Some people were behaving some way. I, I was just in the room and the Lord spoke to me and said, do you know what is going on? These people are doing this and this. I said, really? That's what they're doing. Then I just posted on the platform. I said, I don't want your gift again. Give them back their money. Within a week, a friend walked up to me and said, also, I want to buy a laptop for you. He's in U.S. now. He said, how much? I said, oh, I have a MacBook. I found a MacBook. It's 2003. So I'll give you, I'll give you 2000 next, next week, he came with the money. I went and bought the MacBook. Listen, if you don't do it for me, another person will do it. You are doing yourself a favor for giving to God. You do yourself a favor when you give to a man of God. Why am I saying this? These were friends that were willing to do something extraordinary for their friend. And when sometimes it is 
They say, let's do something for prophets. Some people are behaving some way. In some, some way, in some way. But you know that I would have done it for you without, without flinching. I would have done it for you without flinching. I would have done it for you without thinking. But when you are doing it for me, you feel like these pastors, they have all become about money. Who has sent two friends to me? My mother has sent two friends to me. My mother has sent two friends to me. My mother has sent How could you do such a thing to somebody you have a relationship with? How can you do such a thing? But today, that's the case in ministry. Sons find it difficult to do anything extraordinary for their father. But they want their fathers to do things for them. They want their fathers to do things for them. Hey! Now sit down for me. Point three. These are friends that were willing to have their friends be like them. Ha! The book of Proverbs 27, verse 17 says, Iron sharpens iron, so will a friend sharpen the countenance of his brother. They didn't have a um, palsy. They were not having stroke. Eh, with their hands doing some way and their legs hanging in the air. They didn't have it, but their friend had it. I said, friend, no. We can't have you like this. We want you to be like us. <sighs> Do you know that I have sat preachers down and taught them ABCs how to prophesy? But when they learn certain things, they never bothered to even, when I also wanted to even learn from them, when I wanted to receive for they ran away. And I've always said this and I keep saying it, that me, I have decided that what I know, I want people to know. I don't like monopoly. You are the only one who can do this. I don't like that. You are the only one who can do this. These are friends that said, we have built a house. We'll show you how to build a house. Are you with me? We have started a business. I know you don't have a business. I'm going to teach you how to start a business. We will give you capital. This is what, that's exactly what they headed though. Do you have friends that have gone to school? You know that you, maybe you have not done a master's degree, but you have a friend who that friend say that, you know, I can give, give you a form to fill so that, you know, you two can do a, a master's degree or something or all of that, all, the, all those things. Do you have a friend like that? The guy, he said, you can ask him. The day I bought forms for school, I called him. I said, prepare, we are going to school. I said, we are going to school. It's not true. It was even in the evening. Yeah. Within 24 hours, we, have, we had secured his, his admission. His, um, his admission. Yeah. Do you have friends? That to say that I have gone abroad, and it's true. When I went and sat in the plane, I took you to also go and sit in the plane. Do you have friends that to say that, oh, you know, I have gone to China. China is a good place, oh. You, I think you have to also go to China and see how China is. They're like, hey, I don't have money. How much will I spend? So you need about 7,000. How much do you have? So I have 2,000. What are you doing? Pay 3,000. Memo, 4,000 account. There are friends like that. People have friends like that. People have friends like that. But some of you, your friend went to China, came back. He feels like if you two, you go to China, you'll be important. You'll be important. 
May God give us friends that when they rise up, they want us to rise up as well. That as they are healthy, they want us to be healthy as well. That when they become wealthy, they want us to become wealthy as well. That as they begin to grow, they want us to grow as well. I can tell you that a 90% of Ghanaians who got to know about Joshua Selma, it is through me. I can tell you that. I can tell you that. Sometimes even chat with preacher, I'll tell you, I, I found a young minister, he's called this. I want, let me copy the audios for you. I send pastors, I send them audios, I send them books. Books that are blessed me, I send it to them. You know, the, some of them don't even read. But they don't know that I am a brother that I've learned things. I have experienced things. And I say, I can't learn this thing alone. I can't hear this message alone. And not have you hear it. That's why most of the time you'll be there and I'll send a song, even a song. I'll send because the song has blessed me. I'm like, how can this song bless only me? How can, even songs, I send songs to people. I'm like, how can I have such a song that has blessed only me? Can I be the only one who is blessed? That's how the friends were. They said, how can? How can we be walking and our friend is, a, is, a, is, is, is lying down and cannot walk? This is impossible. This is an abomination. We will not agree. We will destroy somebody's house. We will destroy. We will commit a crime. We will destroy somebody's roof. May you be that kind of friend. Oh, yeah, maybe that kind of friend. Yes. I want to say something, but I know somebody may hear it and say that, hey, this guy, what is he trying to say? But me, Reverend Solomon is my friend, though. He's my friend. And he's this kind of friend. Yeah. He's this kind of friend. I know what I'm saying. Reverend Solomon is this kind He's the kind He's this kind of friend. He's not just my father. He's, he's, my fr- he's this kind of friend. I've seen what he has done. I've seen, and not just for me alone. I've seen him do it for people. I've seen it. I'm like, wow. There's somebody that if he, if he gets an opportunity, he wants you to also be there. But you know the interesting thing? Because today as I, as I was there, I, I, I was contemplating on insecurity among pastors and preachers. Insecurity is the reason people don't want to have certain people to also get to certain levels and certain places because they feel like you are about to outshine me and take my place and you know those things. When I was with him, I saw a chair. I said, ah, this chair is nice. Say, if you want, I can, I can sell it to you now or I can show you where I bought it. If you bring me money, I'll give it to you. I mean, you are willing to give me your chair. Where will you sit? That's the kind of friend. Though. That's a good, that's a friend. This is a radical friendship. Yeah. Even the puppet. And soon, if I get that money, I need about 1,003. Even it's like 2,000, but he said, oh no, I, I've even talked to them and they'll even reduce 1,003 for you. If you bring it today, you get it. The Bishop Dark's time or puppet. By the end of the year, we'll have it here. Yeah. It's a mega church. It's not our church. It's our church. Somebody would have said, oh, you know, the way I struggle to get it, I'm not sure you can also get it. <laughs> you know, that's what somebody would have said. Oh. Yeah. And it was only one. They made only one. And the guy who has even made it, he has traveled to wherever, and we can't reach him. Hey! What kind of friends do we have? Hey! How can, what kind of friends do we have? Surely. 
Show me your friend who wants you to be like him. Show me your friend who wants you to be like him. Show me your friend. May God give us friends. You will meet a man, he has built five houses. He looks at you like, I wish you could build a house. What can I do for you? Do this. I'll get us meant. I'll get you this. I'll help you. I'll be there. May God give us such friends. May we be such friends. You know, some people don't know why you see why I pursue certain relationships. They don't know why I pursue certain relationships. You see, when I was in SHS, I met a lot of people that were very good to me. They were very good to me. But David was very, very good to me. He was very, very good to me. David is the first human being who ever bought me fried rice. Yeah. I had never even eaten some before. I don't know if, I don't remember. The time I remember that I first ate fried rice, it was David who bought it for me. He literally carried me there and said, we should only go and buy somewhere. Let's go. I'll buy for you. That time, the whole time, crying, I'm sick and you want me 12 CD and I will be. Yeah. So after school, when those issues, things, and I mean, a whole lot of things happened. He went somewhere, it was in China, Korea, Japan. I was still searching for him. I was still looking for him. I was still calling. Because some relationships, eh? They are too valuable to be lost. That's why Julian is sitting here today. It's one of them. One day I will tell you to your story. Yeah. It be a lady we have free Albert and Asunia, you know. Above one coin in him. Above one coin in him. Yeah. Above one coin. This lady has blocked me before. She has blocked me before. For a whole year. She has blocked me before. But today she's here. Yeah. yeah. We need people that can pursue relationships. They'll sit and say, you have, I know you. You have been a blessing to me some years back. You have been a friend. A friend. Now you are nowhere. But I'll look for you. I'll look for you. Is that not what David did for Jonathan? Even after Jonathan was dead, oh, he said, I will still look for Jonathan. I will look for Jonathan. He knew he was there. But he said, is there no one in the house of Jonathan? I will look for him. I will find a descendant of Jonathan. When they found a guy, he was a cripple. He says, so you sit on my table. You eat with me. The food I eat, you will eat it. This is a friend. I want to have this kind of friend. David. A friend like David. For, it was an abomination in Israel for a cripple to even enter the presence of a king. He said, I, don't, I will break the rules. To enter the presence of the king was an abomination. Not to talk of, to sit on the king's table. Yes. Huh? He said, I will break protocols. Do you have friends who break protocols? He said, they said they will sack you from work. Who? 
I will even, if I have to even call them, I know somebody who knows the president. If I have to call the president two times, I will call. I will make sure. God, give us friends. God, give us friends. God, make us friends. Because why we are saying we need those friends, we too must be those friends. Oh. Because the same proverb says that a man who has, wants to have many friends must first of all be, friend, be, be, um, um, be friendly. He wants to have more friends, must first be friendly. You want to have such friends, you yourself must be. And that's my point three. The guy had friends that wanted him to be like him. This is why I'm doing school of ministry. Because I want people to be like me. But I'm so I'm register. Point four. The fourth thing I noticed about these radical friends is that they loved their friend. They loved their friend. Proverbs 17, verse 17. Then we pray. Ah, what a message. Kalalabayakata. Proverbs 17, 17. A friend loveth at all times. And a brother is born for adversity. I will explain. I'm ending my message. Now, when I began, I told you that talk is cheap. It's easy for people to say, I love you. Until they are faced with things that happen to that friend. You go through a season of your life, all else is lost. All. I mean, sometimes people call me and they're like, I've got, they are not friends. They're like, ah. I've called all my friends. I didn't help. I feel like you helped me. I said, no, I can't help you because if your friends couldn't help you, am I the one who should help you? Oh, no. How could your friends fail you? How could your friends fail you? I don't even understand what I'm saying. How could your friends fail you? No. He said friends don't fail. Friends don't fail. Friends, that's the scripture. Friends don't fail. Look around you, you'll find out you don't have friends. You have acquaintances, classmates, um, church workers, church colleagues. But you just generally lies it and say friend. But you know, as we put it side by side with scripture, you know that you don't have a friend. Because it says, 
A friend loved at all times. Listen. Love is not a feeling. Love is not a feeling. Love is not a promise. Love is a decision. We choose to stand. When I say I love you, I'm saying that, you know what? I know you can make mistakes, but I still want to be with you. I still want to stand with you. I still want to help you. Don't go about telling people, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. Then when they offend you small, you get angry and you quit the relationship. I love you. I'm not talking about um, love relay. I'm talking about general relationships. You can tell them, oh, I love you, bro. I love you so much. I love you. Until you hear the hear button. And so they say, kai, kai, kai. We can't continue this relationship again. You were faking it. Love cannot be faked. Love does not take record of offense. Let me show you something in the book of M, 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 M. 1 Corinthians 13. Look at 1 Corinthians 13. Oh, help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Am I preaching? Am I preaching well? Am I preaching God's word? Oh, thank you, Lord. Let's go into the Look at it. Do you see that he says that though I speak, I said talk is what? Look at it. Paul is saying it. He said, no, no, no. Verse one. He said, though I speak, though I speak. That's talk, oh. I love you. <laughs> I you know you. I'm going to start with you. He said, do I speak with the tongues of angels? The tongues of men and of angels, I have not loved. I am become like a sounding blast and a clanging cymbal. Verse 2. And do I have the gift of prophecy and understanding all mysteries? Ah, somebody can understand all mysteries. And all knowledge. And do I have not and have all faith so that I can move mountains and have not love. And these friends, this is this scripture is describing those four guys. Oh. They demonstrated their, their faith by doing what? By loving their friend. They carried him. He says, and do and I want to I want to go. Verse 4. He said, Love suffers long. Love does not give up so easily. I have a friend who has apologized to me over 20 times for so many wrongs he has done against me, around me. <laughs> now, anytime I see his call, I feel like he's calling to apologize for something he has done. He said, love. He said, charity suffered long. Do you know, charity has long suffering. That's what Jesus said. They asked him, how many times should, should my neighbor? I said, 70 times, seven. He's saying that's what he's talking about. Oh. So that you don't say, you, you did this to me. I've given you three chances. This is your last time. This is your last time. Your last warning. If you do this, 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 this thing is over. Hey! Love suffers long. Love is kind. Love does not envy. Love vaunted not itself. It is not puffed up. Uh-huh. Rejoice not in iniquity. But rejoice in the truth, bearing all things, believeth all things, hopeth all things, endureth all things. Verse 8. Love. Ha. 
if I say I love you, eh, I don't fail. He said, a friend loves at all times. Do you remember? I'm connecting the door. So. He said, a friend loves at all times. That's why I said, friends never fail. Because if a friend loves at all times, the Bible says, love does not what? That's why I said, if you are my friend and you buy a car, me, I will not be envious. I will hijack the car. Who's ca- it is my car. You, you are my friend. You have gone abroad. What? You are my friend. Ah, God has opened doors for you. Is it not me? God has opened doors for me. I will not envy you. I am happy. You have become vice president, uh, president. and I'm still in the village somewhere. Maybe I'll you my Then I said, I said, Hey, 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 I have big, big people I know in Aka. Anytime I am, even before I come, I call. Recently, I went to Accra for a funeral and I called one friend of mine who is in the UK. He's a big man. He came and picked me with his car. Charlie took me to a, a, a grandiose house, took me to a sister. A sister. Well, he first took me to a, a, a West Hills Mall. We sat in a, 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 a VIP restaurant. Charlie, uh, me, I mean, a VIP. I mean, when I go home, I go home. I'm going to go home. I'm My friend took me there. Took me there. We sat, we spoke, we spoke. There's somebody who has been married for about 20 years. That's my friend. Oh. <laughs> so when he was married, how old, how old was I? Do you understand what I'm saying? Do you understand what I'm saying? Finish. Then the next day I was there. And then he sent me. He said, "My sister said, how could I let you come to Accra Pine? I didn't bring you to her house to come and eat. Hey, it was our house that I said that even there were TVs all over the place. Even when you are, you are climbing the stairs, there's TV in the stairs, so that if you are watching something here, you don't miss it. If you are walking, you go. To, <laughs> it has two halls: one hall down and one hall on top. See, I'll be there. So, my if you you are my friend and God opens doors for you." Why should I envy you? <sighs> I wish preachers had had this understanding quick. I don't go around telling people, you are my friend, my friend. Because the moment I say you are my friend, I'm saying I won't fail. I'm saying that if one day you marry, and something happens and you leave your wife, I will stand with you. I won't stand with critics. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying if one day something happens, and everyone is criticizing Maybe me too, I may say something wrong. But at the end, I will still stand with you. Because the Bible says, love doesn't fail. That's why you see, in, let me use churches for example. You see certain churches, you hear their pastor has done some crazy thing. And on Sunday, the people are still there. Is it not true? Because that's the time they defend the love they say they have for their man of God. When Reverend his two children died, people said he had, his juju had backfired. Yeah. People said he had used his children for juju. But on Sunday, his church people were there to encourage him. Because love doesn't fail. Take me back to my distant Proverbs 17, 17. A friend loves at all times. And he said, a brother, the word brother there is the same as friend. 
he's paraphrasing. Okay? He said, and a brother is born. Let me explain what it means. He's saying that when a person becomes your brother, what it means that the day God ordained that that person should be your brother, his whole ordination, if I say you are my brother, my whole existence in your life is for the day of adversity. Do you understand the day of adversity? And that what that sorry I feel if I have to empty my account to rent an apartment, where I must do it. If I don't do it, I'm not a brother. I'm not a brother. If I don't do it, I'm not a brother. He says that a friend is born for the day of adversity. For the day where all else is loose, nothing is working, you feel like giving up. Arrows are flying health everywhere against your life, against your destiny. You feel like giving up. He said, then that friend will arise. He said, relax. Relax. It's a police case. Relax. How many days say you have to pay? 12,000. I don't have 12,000. I'm going for a loan. I don't care. If it takes me five years to pay, I'm paying it. I'm paying it. I'll go for a loan for you. I don't care. They will say I'm a fool. I know. But I'm the one who said you are my friend. I'm the one who said that you are my friend. I'm going for a loan. I know that me myself, I don't even believe in a loan. But I don't have money. And I don't have anyone to get the money from. Therefore, I'll do it for you. I'm going for a loan. I'll get a loan for you. I'm going to empty my accounts. I'll empty my accounts and give to you. And make sure that you succeed in life. And that's what it means. That the day that all else is not working, Nothing is working. The system is broken. And the center cannot hold. Then appears while you are in despair. In the valley of despair, you feel like giving up. You may be trying to contemplate suicide. The ministry is not working. I don't even have money. Nothing is working. Suddenly, then you see a certain friend coming from the distant land coming with bags he said I have come to answer you didn't you see Job's friends they couldn't solve the problem but they came and sat in the dust with him oh yeah it's not true that's a friend they came and sat in the dust with him there were sores all over his body and that was the day they came throughout the story when he was having plenty of sores, the Bible says he had friends who came but the day his wife left him, hey, your wife can leave you. Curse God and die. Your wife can leave you. Your assistant can leave you. Your workers can leave you. Your associate pastor can leave you. Somebody who works for you can leave you. But, friends, Job was smelling. They came and sat in the dust because Job was sitting on a rock. They also went and picked rock, not chairs, oh, rock. They also pick rocks. You see, do you know, Joe was a billionaire. All his three friends were billionaires. They picked a rock and came in because the guy was there. They picked a rock and came and sat there with him. They sat with him and spoke. Ah! And I know that eh, when the Bible said the Lord restored unto him, I know that it was his friends who gave to him. I know it. 
Yeah. Because it was after, right from there, the Bible says that it was after he spoke, then a knee who came and he spoke, then God came and rebuked his friends because they were giving false theologies, but they were trying. But this is what he has Let me tell you something. Even if you, somebody may twist my ways, but a friend, a friend who loves you or something, sometimes they even give you alternatives that will even destroy you, but, but because they love you, <laughs> they even say, let's go to some malam. Charlotte said, let's go to a malam. They are trying to help. That's the same thing those friends do. They just say, God is punishing you. God is a wicked God. But, you know, what do we do? This God, that's our, that's our father. What do we do? He's a wicked God. But anyway, and they, they, they were just saying, So when God said, but, but pray for them that I will forgive them. Right after they said, and the Lord restored. I know that right after that, they said, Job, I have... 100 cattle, so I'll give you 50. Take 50. This person says, oh, I'll give you a house. This person says, oh, and the Lord restored. It was the friends that rather gave. Because when God doesn't give uh, cows from heaven. I've thought this over and over again. If God said, I'll give you a car, he'll give it to you through a friend. He'll give it through a human being. Are you with me? If God promised, I'll bring you money, it won't come from heaven. It will come from humans. Because our help comes from God through men. So if the Bible says that, Job came out of his captivity he came out of captivity through his friends. His friends were billionaires. They gathered around and said, we love you. We will sit with you in the dust. A brother is born for the day of captivity. For the day of adversity. Now begin to pray that God help me to be a faithful friend and a radical friend. And Lord, open my eyes to see true friends, true radical friends. Begin to pray. Talk to God. If you can kneel down, you can kneel down because this is an important thing. I want to pray, Lord, give us faithful friends. Make me a faithful friend. Help me to be loyal. Help me to be loyal. Help me to be faithful. Help me to be my brother's keeper. Help me to be a watch over my brother. Help me to protect my brother. Help me to help my brother. Help me. Help me, Lord. Recoach Canada. In Bali, I resire. Le Grondo in Gada. In Vandire Segar. Radondo in Bala. In Branca Sedaya. Lengende in Grondoa. Rabara Sakaya. Vrede Sulo. Comba Ridia. In Gondro. In Granda. In Dalaya. In Bolea. In Zalaya. In Gredia. In Zokwa. In Balaya. Lord, we pray. Wicked men that have been planted in our lives, pretending to be friends, may they be exposed. May they be removed. Wicked men. Wicked men. Wicked men. Devils. Devils. Disloyal men. Wicked men. Planted in our lives. Parading as friends. Lord, expose them. Open our eyes to good friends. Open our eyes to loyal friends. Open our eyes to helpful friends. May we have friends that are crazy. 
that are radical enough to push us more into God. May we have radical friends. May we have crazy friends. May we have radical friendships. May we have crazy friendships in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen.